Welcome to the DC Daily Drop, your one-stop shop for today's important news in DC movies, TV, and comics. Here are your hosts, Tom and Zach. Welcome to a Wednesday, January 4th edition of the DC Daily Drop. I'm Tom. And I'm Zach. And today we're going to be continuing with Justice League versus Suicide Squad today, issue number three of this event crossover. We've already done reviews for one and two the last couple weeks. It's a six-week miniseries, if you don't know, and it's going six weeks in a row, uh, which is kind of rare sometimes. So where we left off the spoilers for the previous two issues, and we're going to spoil issue three today, just to warn you, um, but where we left off, the Justice League was sort of abducted by the Suicide Squad, thanks to Killer Frost, and Amanda Waller had them all in custody at Bell Rev. Yeah, and we were not really sure what her plan was because we obviously knew that the Justice League and Suicide Squad was probably going to team up at some point. We just weren't sure how abducting them was going to help that happen, so we kind of get the answer to that in this issue. Kind of. Um, a little bit. Uh, overall, this one wasn't the best. There's only been two before this, so it's I know it's not it's kind of hard to rank them, but so far this one has been the least interesting to me, I would say. Well, it was probably the least eventful. And this is more we get backstory and a lot of exposition and I think setup for yeah. the last three issues, I'm assuming. Um so the first two were a little more action heavy and now we're taking a step back. And it's sort of explaining what that nightmare army is and some of the other things and what they're after and um, why Amanda Waller abducted the Justice League, which we still, I, I still don't quite get, but maybe. Right. <laughs> yep. So um, that's what we think about it. So we'll go ahead and jump right into the spoiler discussion and we'll just basically walk our way through this issue. Uh, so it opens up with Flag and Katana. They're in the catacombs, which is the secret prison where all of those members of the Nightmare Army were um, before they got, before they broke out with Maxwell Lord's help. And basically, they're just there to get the secret black box that has all of the security footage and everything. And we just see all a big mass of dead bodies at the bottom of this cave thing, which is kind of bad. And that's basically it. Um. But then we go back to Bell Reeve and or Bell Rev, and you can say Batman either. is yeah. I'll just say it both ways so nobody gets offended. Yeah, we'll just go um, back and but, forth. Yeah, <laughs> so they're at Bell Rev, and Batman is all he's like all messed, not messed up, all like contained, and he has like a straight jacket and everything. He's like in restraints, is what I was trying to say. He was in a bunch of restraints, and he breaks out Batman style and just like cracks some skulls together beats up all the guards around him and goes to confront amanda waller who's there and she's basically like okay what took you so long i've been waiting for you to escape and so he is like the leader of justice league and so she wants to talk to him and explain why she got them and she explained that like i didn't put these secret bombs in your head that would blow you up so you should be happy about that yeah, so it's for some, this is where it's kind of weird. She abducted them, but she doesn't want to control them. But she she abducted them to talk to them, which is kind of right. strange. Which I I guess they probably didn't want anything to do with her, and so this forces them to talk to her, but probably doesn't start the conversation on the right foot. But you know, Amanda Waller doesn't really care about that. 
Um, and so then we see the rest of the Justice League are still locked up uh, and the Suicide Squad is just kind of walking around in Bell Reeve and they see them and, you know, like everybody goes and kind of taunts their own person. And so, you know, Captain Boomerang's taunting Flash and Harley's taunting uh, Wonder Woman. Um, but then Killer Frost walks over to Superman and he asks her why she hesitated to drain his life force because he could hear Waller telling her to do it. But he noticed that she still hesitated. Uh, and she explains it's because when she was in Metropolis, right after the board or whatever told her that she didn't have what it takes to get a PhD, she saw him flying and then she knew that anything was possible and she could get her PhD. So I guess she kind of looks up to Superman and he's an inspiration and tells her that impossible things can happen. Yeah, it's cool to see um, Superman inspiring others, even if it is a sort of villain. Um you know, it's cool that he got to inspire her in that way. Yeah. Um, and he also tries to maybe convince her that to turn good, which we'll probably see come back a little bit later. Um, but then we see Maxwell Lord in his nightmare army. I guess that's what we're running with. That's what they're called. Um, they're on an island and they kill a bunch of the inhabitants. Uh, they're the, They're guarding some secret. There's like a bunch of shaman and like sacred people. And he... He goes in into their temple or whatever and is with their high priest and has them all like stabbed up with knives and stuff and basically is torturing him, trying to get this thing from him because he needs it because when he escapes, he needs to control him. And we don't get the answer to who he is or what the thing is for when he escapes. Um, we'll probably figure that out later. But um, yeah, so Maxwell Lord's not the best guy. He's not a nice guy. Um, and he's kind of, I don't know, we don't really know what he's up to, but he's stealing something from these people. Um, and then, uh, so after he gets what he wants from the high priest, he tells Lobo and the rest of them that now finally they can go and take the revenge on Amanda Waller. And so we cut back to Belle Reeve from there, um, and they release the rest of the Justice League. Um, and they're obviously all ready to leave, but Batman says, well, I have something to show you. And so they see all the security footage from the catacombs. Um, and this is where we get kind of the exposition and the, the introduction and more backstory of all the Nightmare Army members. Um, so we learn that Emerald Empress has the Emerald Eye of Ekron. She claims to be from the future. And the eye has some tech from, has some Green Lantern tech. So that's kind of interesting. Rustam, whose real name is Raza Kata, is a Persian assassin with a flaming scimitar that can cut through anything. Dr. Polaris is actually Dr. Neil Emerson, who worked for Argus, went mad and can control electromagnetic waves. Johnny Sorrow is an actor who's trapped in another dimension who gave up his body to be an emissary of the god called the King of Tears. And there's a point where they have to like, they have to stop watching the video. It's edited out because he goes to take his mask off. And if he takes his mask off and you see the real face of Sorrow, everybody dies. So that's crazy. Yeah. I would say so. Uh, hopefully they don't see his face. Yeah. Um, and then Lobo, which is probably the well, most well-known character out of them. Um, we just get the run standard rundown. He's a bounty hunter from Planet Sarzina, and he heals from any injury. Uh, yeah. So are any of these characters more interesting, less interesting to you now that we have this more backstory from them? N no, they're not any more interesting. <laughs> uh, not really. Um, but I guess we still haven't seen them 
do much or learn much about their characters. We've got brief right. bios now, but I still don't, you know, other than Lobo, who I already know, uh, the other one in Maxwell Lord, the other ones I'm, I don't know enough about to be interested or not. Um, right. It, it, they're at least a, an interest, they at least have interesting skill sets. So, I think that could, I mean, obviously they have to be pretty powerful if they're going to be going up against the Justice League and the Suicide Squad. So, but I still feel like we're getting, so far we've got sort of the bare minimum and I'm hoping we get to learn a little bit more about them to make them more interesting before whatever the final battle is. Yeah, same. What what do you think? Yeah, I, I think pretty much the same thing that you said. Um, it is nice to get this a little more insight. So I guess I'm a little more interested than I was before just because I literally didn't know anything. So it's interesting that Emerald Empress has a connection to Green Lantern. And then the whole Johnny Sorrow thing is kind of crazy, um, like killing people by looking at his face. So that's interesting. But like you said, there's not we haven't really seen them do anything other than kill a bunch of guards at this prison. They've kind of just been like standing there while Maxwell Lord tells them, I need to do all this stuff. And they're like, okay, well, that's not what we want to do, but we just want to get back into Amanda Waller. Can we do that yet? Right. And maybe that's why I'm less interested in it. They're just sort of pawns for Maxwell Lord. You know, he's the real villain of this story. And they're just sort of his collection of talent, his little army, his nightmare army. That's what I would call it. Right. His nightmare army <laughs> of, um, you know, who he's going to attack to get back at Waller. Yep. Um, and so after we get this, we watch the security footage and we know a little more about all of these characters. Um, they say, so what, what do you need us for? Like the justice league. Um, and she says, well, he's coming here to get a weapon. Maxwell Lord is coming here to get a weapon that will help him control the entire planet. And he's like on his way right now. So that's why I brought you to Bell Reeve. And that's why you're here at Bell Rev so that you will be here when he shows up and you're going to protect me because they want to kill me. And so the Suicide Squad all laughs at the idea of protecting Amanda Waller. Um, right. Because that's, then, what, that's what she led yeah. with. Oh, I just want you guys to protect me. And then right. <laughs> I think Batman asked, like, what are they really after? Obviously, and they want a weapon too. And the whole squad just laughed about just protecting her out of their goodness of the goodness of her hearts. But uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, so they they want to know, like, how are how are these people going to get in? Like, how are they going to get into Bell Rev? Like what makes them such a, a such a danger? Like they can't fight together. And Amanda Waller's big thing at the end is she reveals that they were actually the first suicide squad. Be- so they are a good team and can work as a team to do stuff. So. What did you think about the reveal that they were the first Suicide Squad? Yeah, um, I'm curious to know more about that. I don't know. I haven't seen any. I don't know if that was something that has been addressed before, if these characters, uh, or if that's sort of something Waller's just sharing now, or if they'd appeared as sort of a prototype Suicide Squad anywhere before. I don't remember them showing up anywhere, but I could be wrong. Um, yeah. But I, I, yeah, I guess that's her... I guess that just leaves questions of how they were released and got away from her and what they did to make her mad. Although we could probably guess that. Yeah. Uh, so like we said at the beginning, this is more of a, a setup issue that is going to, you know, set up things to happen in later issues. So not a ton of action, not a ton of super interesting stuff, but you know, some good introductions to these characters again, to learn a little bit more about them and 
still don't really know what Maxwell Lord is up to. So I'm interested to see what who is the person that's going to escape and what he has to control that person. Um, so I'm still interested in this series and this this is just more set up for the rest of it. Right. Kind of like we talked about before as a standalone issue. This is I mean, probably my least favorite of the three so far, but I think it I'm assuming, uh, you know, without knowing the what the final three issues are like, I'm assuming this will be very important for the last three to set up everything that that goes on from here. Yeah. Uh, what do you think about the artwork so far? Because we've had um, with this miniseries, we've had the three different artists so right. far. Have you noticed like the switch? Um, not a crazy amount. I would say from issue one to two, I didn't notice at all, but I did notice that it was different in this one it there was some things that just i don't know it's not like it was bad or anything it was just a different kind of style and then we're in the first two issues where i think the first two issues were closer together and i didn't really notice it as much right i've noticed subtle difference between between one and two and yeah there's probably more differences between two and three and i don't think it's anything to take it doesn't take me out of the story but you do notice differences in the way certain characters faces look or or something like that. It's not bad art. It's just slightly different, which you kind of have to do if you're releasing this in a, a weekly series. You can't expect somebody to... <laughs> right. I mean, pencil uh, an entire issue weekly. That would be a little tough. Yeah. So are, I, how do you think this, is, this story is going to go from here? Yeah, I mean, I think, like we said, Maxwell Lord is the big, sort of the big bad guy in this one. Um, unless maybe whoever is being released is even worse than him, which maybe it sounds like. Um, and he wants to control this person or thing or whatever to control the rest of the world. And so I don't know if that is locked up at Bell Rev, then that's what Amanda Waller is referring to that he's coming to get and he wants to control probably. Um, so I think the rest of the story is hopefully in the next issue, we'll figure out what that is. It'll get released. It'll be really bad. And the justice league and suicide squad will, decide that they really do need to team up and fight whoever this big bad is alongside the nightmare army and Maxwell Lord. So I'm hoping that next issue we, that gets revealed, whatever that the big bad thing is. Revealed. Yeah. So, but I will say I, I agree with most of if I had to guess what would happen from here, but I will say it appears the justice league versus the suicide squad part of this was actually over in issue two. Like, right. Like we talked about last time, we didn't know if that was the case or if they'd fight again. Maybe they will, but I don't think so. Unless you want to say, well, the Nightmare Army was a, the suicide, first Suicide Squad, so kind of a loophole there. Uh, right, and that, but, that's the first thing I thought when I when they said that she when she said that they were the first Suicide Squad, I was like, oh, so now it is Justice League versus Suicide Squad, but it's the different just the other Suicide Squad. Right. I mean, yeah. I, I guess maybe that's how they're going to justify the title, but. Um, yeah, I don't like we said before. I don't think I need to see the Justice League and the Suicide Squad fight anymore. But it is a bit of a misleading title, right? All right. Well, that's all we've got for today. Thanks for listening. We'll be back again tomorrow. Thanks for listening, and make sure to check out DC Daily Drop on Twitter, Facebook, and DCDailyDrop.com. Drop by tomorrow for more DC news. <laughs>